0: I'm your host, certified life coach at Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Welcome back, my faith-filled friends. Today's episode will show you how at the moment you may be believing that you get more done by taking more action and doing more things, but what if that was backwards? What if you'd get to where you want to be faster if you just slowed down? First, a hello to any new listeners. Well, since this is only episode two, I mean hello to anyone who is not related to me. I'm Danielle, mom of three, and those three children are going back to school this week. Depending on when you are listening to this episode, I'll remind everyone that we're in the middle of a pandemic, at the time of this recording at least. So going back to school physically is a really big deal, and it could be a reason to bring on some worry and anxiousness if we let it. But as we dive deeper into the purpose of this podcast, you'll know that we're after peace of mind, not worry and angst. So when it comes to my kids going back to school, I'm choosing to believe it's the best thing for them right now. I just want you to know that whatever back to school situation you are in, I'm right there with you. And let's call on God to bless and protect our children and the mighty teachers and school staff. May they all be safe in God's protection. Amen. Today I want to talk to you about a lesson I've learned recently, and I hope that it's a lesson that I've learned for the last time. You know how they say life will keep giving you challenges until you learn the lesson? Well, that lesson is going slow and being deliberate gets you to where you want to be faster. So I'm going to try and light a fire under you today to hurry you up and get started on taking life more slowly and deliberately. Yes, by slowing down, you'll actually be able to get where you want to go more quickly. What? I know, it seems so counterintuitive, right? But let's dive into two lessons that are worth exploring to get us closer to a peaceful mind. But before you say, look, Danielle, I have so much to do or I don't have the time can't afford to slow down, just hear me out and we'll visit those beliefs after a bit. The two lessons can help you be more conscious and more deliberate about why it is you feel like it's necessary to be hurried in the first place, or if there might be a way for you to slow life down a bit and find a shorter distance in between where you are now and where you want to be. Let's look at the first point, and that is, the more peaceful you are, the more God acts. Now that should be motivation enough, right? Because who doesn't want God to act, to hear, to listen to us, and then to take action like answering all of our prayers? Well, he does, and he will, but get this part, not on your tempo of life, but on his. There is no dispute, I am sure, that we all can agree that we are a culture of busyness, and more and faster is better We only have to look at Amazon Prime delivery or fast food drive throughs to see evidence for our I need it now addiction. But when you are nonstop from this one activity to the next, staying up late to accomplish things and then jumping straight out of bed to start crossing off all your to-do items, you always will miss where God is. He resides in the quiet. He resides in the silence. He is never rushed and always peaceful. This is how you know when you are out of sync, when you don't bring yourself back to those areas once in a while. God is not going at the same fast tempo of the modern world. He doesn't keep up with us. He is waiting patiently for us to seek him. Remember, we have the free will to accumulate success, pile up accolades, please others, but at what cost? And if you go one rate and God is going another, then eventually you get torn apart. We've heard the old adage, slow and steady wins the race, so why is it so hard for us to slow down? I have seen and felt more of this slow pace as we have been forced to quarantine and shelter at home, but why does it have to take a pandemic for us to slow down from the frenzy of doing and going all the time? Are we afraid to be with our own thoughts? Have we conditioned ourselves that if we're not moving, we're not getting to where we want to go? Maybe even believing we're going to take steps backwards. Or someone will beat us to it if we don't hurry up. Do more equals having more, right? It's such a lie. It's such a lie we tell ourselves. Have more what? More stress, more frustration, more worry? Those of us who have school age children and several and several of them too, like I have three. You probably know how we race race around after school, getting them to every activity. For me there was gymnastics, ballet, basketball. And then there was the house and our jobs and making lunches and school volunteering and on and on. I'll interject my own story here a bit. I took pride in calling out my skills on a resume back in the day. It said I was a great multitasker who had time management skills and interpersonal skills. But I was lying to myself for show. I was doing so many things. But I was exhausted and on a hamster wheel, rushing faster and faster. Don't get me wrong, I love the idea that I was, or perhaps how you are now, which is so excited about my life that I want to hop out of bed and get started and do all the things. I just want you to be honest with yourself and ask, is it really bringing you closer to what you really want or isn't it? Is it time to step off the merry-go-round that is going at a speed so fast you are dizzy and is being this exhausted from always going and going, working, working? Is it working for you to have more peace of mind? When we are not in such a rush, we become attuned to God's rhythm. We develop a normal tempo within ourselves and then energy flows freely from there. You have to be deliberate and carve out quietness, silence, or breaks from noise into your day because our current world isn't going to make it easy for you to get to it. But I'm certain that if you make an effort, then God will meet you there right in your good intentions. And when you slow down your pace of life, your mind and heart's able to be inhabited by peace and find trust. And while you lean into an unhurried pace, the Lord will help you find all the right responses to your difficulties. You'll find constructive solutions, guided decisions for the questions that confront you. The only way to transform your mind and heart by God is to be still in his presence, not hurried, not rushing. It's there where he does his healing, where you can let go of cares and worries so that you can receive his peace. I love to think about how my time spent in the stillness is where I'm ranking up a bank account of peace, one that has no debit capabilities, only credit. His peace is everlasting and not something that will ever be fleeting. The second important lesson I learned about how slowing down helps you get to where you want to go faster is... It's never better there than it is right here. I'm going to repeat that once again. It's never better there than it is right here. This concept really blew my mind when I first was introduced to it. Well, honestly, my mind fought against it really hard. And that's because, of course, I want things to be better. That's what I'm striving for, no? But what I mean by it is we've been duped to believe this idea that Your life will be way better once you've achieved X, Y, and Z, or you name it. Once you graduate, once you have the perfect job, once you get married, once you have this much money in the bank, once my kids finally listen to me and put the cap on the toothpaste. Uh, Yes, that was a real thing that put me over the edge sometimes. But hey, if you listen to the first episode of the podcast, you would know that it's fine for me to open up about those things, because I know I'm not alone in that. Huh, mamas? At least one of you must relate to my toothpaste drama. Anyways, I digress. So let me get back on topic. What I mean by it is that it's not better there than it is here. Relates to how most of us were brought up to thinking that it's because of something outside of us, the husband, the job, the accomplishment, the shopping purchase, Those things are what determines how we will feel. We believe because in the having of those things, life will be easier, more fun, you'll be happier, and have more peace. But this is what I wanted to finally feel when my daughter started putting the cap on the toothpaste. But no, it doesn't work like that, because once I was there, where she started putting the cap back on, the peace was fleeting. It lasted for a day. If that, because then I saw that the lights were left on, that the clothes were on the floor, and empty cereal bowls laying everywhere. Do you feel me, mamas of teenagers out there? But it's never the outside circumstances that causes the better feelings that we want. It is always our thoughts. It's our mind and what we are thinking and believing about a situation that creates our feelings and emotions, both positive and negative. So when you get to where you want to be, you still have the same human brain, and you'll still get to choose what to believe about it all, and still be challenged by the highs and lows of life that, that you continue to have. So what's the hurry? If you get to control your feelings, and you do, by what you choose to think of everything, then feeling proud, successful, troubled, or stressed, joyful, and peaceful— They're all at your fingertips now. Well, they're at your brain's neural pathways to be exact, but there's no need to hurry to get to a new place without first noticing all the aspects of where you currently are and then deliberately choose here what you believe you'll feel when you are there. I don't mean for you to not to aspire and think big, and consciously go after big dreams, I just want you to notice that you can have the peace of mind you are after right now about anything that is happening in your life right now. And you never have to wait until you get there before you have access to it. And that, my faith-filled friends, is what I have for you today. The more peaceful you are, the more God acts and it's never better there than it is right here. So hurry up to slowing it all down. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with me. I'd be so grateful for you to spread the word to any of your Catholic mom friends who would benefit from my podcast, how to have a peaceful mind in life. Also, if you're so moved, please take a moment to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind, using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.